This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is episode 188, the bonus insert. We don't normally do these, I'm here to tell you, but uh, different times <laughs> Calls, call, you know, call for different measures, right? Harold Michael Harvey, would you say? Uh, man, we woke up this morning in America in rarefied historic air. We've never been here uh, to a place where we've got a former president who has been indicted four times on uh, criminal charges. Yeah. Uh, you know, three federal char- um, indictments and one state indictment. Yep. Yep. It is. Uh, it's a different time in America, man. We're in a different world. And uh, I've got, uh, again, you've heard his voice, political analyst, Harold Michael Harvey is here. Uh You know, I've got to say, you know, D.A. Willis delivered. And and I was probably a little bit critical in terms of the amount of time it took Mm -hmm. her to do this. But when when you see what is it, 71 pages, Uh, 91 or 95 pages. Yeah, Uh, it's thorough. (laughs) Very, very thorough. Yes, yes. Not only is it thorough, it includes 19 people. So it's Trump, 18 others. Uh, and when the question came up, whether or not she was going to charge everybody at the same time, emphatically, yes, I am. And, um, you know, I, I want to get into that as we get into the conversation, but I want to go ahead and frame this. Um, and the other thing is, uh, Harold Michael Harvey, the irony in all this uh, is that, you know, Rudy Giuliani is a part of this. And, and as you know, uh, he used Rico in New York as a prosecutor quite a bit to to take down organized crime. So, you know, he has used it. Now he's defending himself in a Rico situation. So it's going to be interesting because all these folks are going to be charged at the same time. Uh, this is Trump's fourth criminal charge this year. Uh, he's facing 91. This is individually. Trump is facing 91 criminal charges, four cases, uh, 34 charges in Manhattan over the hush money with the porn star, uh, 40 charges with the special counsel in Mar Largo, the documents, uh, four charges with the uh, special counsel Smith in uh, over January 6th, of course. And now these 13 charges over the election interference and just a few points and I'm just going to throw it to you because I really want your perspective on this and I appreciate you taking the time today uh, to come in and and do this Uh, DA Willis is using racketeering charges to outline what she's calling and they're calling a criminal enterprise Uh, former uh, the chief of staff which he has not been indicted uh, Mark Meadows this is the first time he's actually been indicted out of all this Uh, he's also facing facing uh, charges and the other thing I want you to clear up, help us out with is the timing, because Willis and Smith, they're running close. Mm-hmm. When she said she wants to try to you know, go to trial in six months, it's tight. And, and so I do want to ask you the question, you know, I want you to you know, touch upon this, the fact that how are they going to do this, you know, all within the next year? Uh, and also the, the indictment touches on Coffee County. And you and I had a conversation about Coffee County because there's some uh, misinformation about where Coffee County is. So, you know, we had a conversation about that. But again, Harold Mark Michael Harvey's here um, and go to HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. Learn all things about Harold Michael Harvey, his essays, his books, uh, his sport, you know, avid sportsman. You, as you can tell, <laughs> if you're watching the YouTube channel, you can see. 
you know, he's he's in his attire. I also see your Justice in the Round uh, T-shirt, which is one of his books. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. I hope it doesn't turn out that way, but maybe maybe we should hope it turns out that way. <laughs> but it, but anyway, um, what else should we know about this new case? Well, one of the first things we get we have to understand is is that uh, the the process to justice. Uh, it is a long and winding road. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it takes a long time to get uh, to justice, and and so uh, Fonnie Willis uh, coming into uh, office uh, as a um, as she was, um, I guess, the first elected black female prosecutor, um, maybe in Georgia. I know she was the first one in Fulton County, mm-hmm. and and as soon as she uh, takes the oath of office, the the second allegedly perfect phone call was made. Um, Donald Trump calling into the Secretary of State of Georgia, asking him to find uh, just enough votes by one that will put him over the top and top and swing the uh, Georgia Electoral College to him and. Uh, thereby uh, enabling him to remain in office for another four years. And so she had a, 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 a dilemma. What do I do? Hmm. Uh, so she set forth, uh, set up a grand jury to investigate uh, what had taken place during the election of 2020. And that was about a year long uh, investigation. And so she, uh, the grand jury, the special grand jury took its time and interviewed about 75 um, witnesses, and they wrote a report and said that multiple people uh, should be uh, indicted for what um, uh, took place around the 2020 election here in Georgia. Uh, and so then finally took that information and impacted and panel um, a, a, another jury, a grand jury, to um, d- d- determine if charges should be brought against anyone and who should those charges be and what should the charges be so you know all of this took time in a process so here we are in august 2023 uh, about a year and a, about a half a year away from um well, about a year and a half away out from the 2024 election mm-hmm. and we and we're saying that we're all crunched for time well you know justice has to has to go through the process it's a sifting process, and we have to get it right if the system, we're going to preserve our system of uh, justice and American democracy. So the fact that it seems as if she is butting heads with the federal prosecution of Jack Smith, well, you know, Jack got to, got, was, um, was um, appointed late in this process. The Justice Department initially did not look into uh what had taken place on January the 6th, uh, 2021. Um, and so it was a little slow to move. It, it, it was slow then also to investigate the allegations coming out of Georgia and coming out of Arizona and Michigan, that there had been some uh, attempts to tamper with um, the elect- electoral college votes in those states. Um, and, and so he uh, received an appointment as a special uh, prosecutor late in the process and here again he went through the painstaking steps of investigating and doing the research 
and figuring out what laws, if any, have been broken and who uh, the individuals uh, are that may have um, violated uh, our criminal code. And then he comes out with uh, with his indictment. But in between all of that, we learn about the former president was hoarding uh, confidential or secret uh, documents uh, in, in his home in Westminster and in uh, Mar-a-Lago, uh, his summer home. And, uh, and so then that then became the subject of another investigation and uh, a source of additional charges. So, you know, so just sort of put this time thing in, in perspective. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just takes time to make a cake. Well, let me, let me let me jump in for a minute. And how do, how do you rank the severity of these four? Like from the most severe of the four? I, I would have to say Georgia because of the state action. And then secondly, would, would be the... Um, the indictment that came down the other week in Washington, uh, January 6th, January 6th. Yes. And, and one of the things that, well, a couple of things that are coming out of Georgia is he can't be, uh, pardoned for a state crime. If he's, if he's, uh, you know, if, if he's found guilty, the other thing is explain that the, is it mandatory minimum? There's a mandatory minimum sentence under the RICO statute of five years, uh, which means, that he could, uh, anyone, anyone uh, convicted on the RICO could get more than five years. Mm-hmm. But coming to the door, there's a mandatory five-year uh, minimum that okay. you have to serve before you can be considered uh, for parole. Wow. So, so I've been saying, <laughs> you know, you, my, you know, I'm the conspiracy theory guy. I've been saying two things that could possibly happen. One, he's convicted. And in the majority of all these cases, okay, found guilty, and they basically cut a deal, overriding deal with him that says, okay, you can either go to jail or you can agree to get out of politics completely. And they basically almost exile him. We don't want to, you cannot talk about politics, you can't get involved in politics. You have to dissolve your ownership in the social media. You can you can talk about anything entertainment related, your business ventures, but you can't talk about anything endorsing. You have to get out of politics. That's one way. And the other way I see this whole this whole thing going down, and, and it's unfortunate because of the way the aggressive nature. You know, when when the DC judge said to him, one, you can't you can't witness tamper and you can't break any laws. He's done both. When you say he, he did it with uh, by, by, you know, stepping in in Georgia and, and telling uh, the former lieutenant governor, hey, you can't you know, you shouldn't testify. Uh, he broke a law by doing that in Georgia. And he also witnessed tamper. You know, it was like a two in one. So so my point is the number two thing I was saying is it, it's going to turn into uh, Amon Bundy. <laughs> You know, he's going to, I mean, David Koresh, I mean, he's going to, you know, get his Second Amendment folks together. And next thing you know, it's militia time, you know, um, and, and you know, regardless, he's he's just going to, how do you say it? Um, what, what, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You yeah. remember Waco. I do. Yes. And, you know, and, and what's going on with Eamon Bundy. I mean, I think that's those are the two things that could possibly happen. Uh, so, you know, w- with that said, what do you think is at stake in all this? 
Well, let me let me sort of distinctuate uh, something that that you talked about, and that is, if that was a plea deal, uh, and one of the options uh, on the table was that you couldn't run for public office again, I, I think that's a that's a legitimate um, proposal to a criminal defendant in the situation that uh, Donald John Trump finds himself in today uh, in Georgia. But then that part about you can't talk about politics, well, you, you can't restrict his First Amendment right. But, but, but let me ask you, let me ask you this, though, because he is he will be considered a convicted felon. Yeah, even convicted felons have still have the right to uh, to speak their mind. OK, OK. Uh, you, you know, so you can you can say, um, you know, we'll accept this plea um, and you can avoid. We'll charge you with something. We'll let we'll allow you to plead out to something less than RICO, okay? Mm-hmm. So we will give you a probated sentence, and that probated sentence lasts so long as you do not run for um, public office again. Mm-hmm. And can't be involved with any PACs. You know, no, he, he can't do that. Huh? Okay. Well, let me say that. Okay. Well, here's the deal. He's just gonna have to go to jail. <laughs> Because, because, because I don't. I mean, what I'm talking about is, you know, maybe they're going to have to create, which is possible, a supermax for him. Because the the other concern that I have is when he goes in, they're never going to be. He can't go into general population at all. You know, it's going to have to be an isolated situation where he can't influence. You know, except for guards, and that's possible because there there have been situations. You know, you look at Alcatraz and some situations where there have been very few, you know, prisoners within a facility. He's going to have to be in a situation with very few people in almost like a house arrest situation. Would you th- That's all doable. Yeah. I, I think the the uh, in the state of Georgia's the Georgia um, penal uh, system could accommodate a former president of the United States of America and any uh, secret service agent uh, who has to be there to um, because they are duty bound sworn to to protect their uh, you know former presidents even uh, you know up until their death yeah you know so um, that's all doable I mean prison is a possibility if he's convicted here in Georgia and and the penal system will figure out a a way to incarcerate him Mm-hmm. And accommodate his unique situation. I mean, they accommodate people with various, you know, medical needs currently today. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, you know, everybody's not in that, in that general uh, population, mm-hmm. uh, so he can be accommodated. I, yeah. I'm trying to now reflect on what was the second part of your question was. Well, I mean, you know, I, I know he's not going to go in general population, right. you know, and and you know the supermax isolated situation give him a golf course okay you know give him a golf course give him unlimited supply of hamburgers burgers and, and twinkies because you know we know he ain't eating right so you know <laughs> i'm okay with that just get him you know just isolate him i i, I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it but but the other thing i do want to ask you because we have you know limited time here um with fonnie willis and the dc judge you're dealing with two black women Okay. Um, he's already uh, he's already been striking out at, at each one. Um, you know, Fani's getting death threats. Uh, you know, she's mentioned she's never been called the N word 
as many times ever in her life. Um, you know, they're calling her, you know, bitch, uh, you know, you, you name it. Mm-hmm. And even the uh, the judge in D.C., who's who's also African-American, you know, she's taken, you know, he's taken the similar work uh, road on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just from your perspective, man, because you write a lot about race, how racial, how racially charged is this going to be with Fulton County being a majority black county in Atlanta, close to Atlanta, you know, the proximity of Atlanta? Um Two black women, especially, I mean, D.C., Chocolate City, two black women. Uh, he's already complaining about the fact that he can't get a fair trial in either one. Uh, how racially charged do you think this thing is going to get? Uh, it will probably reach 100 on the Richter scale. You know, uh, this is going to be a very, very heated community for, for the next year or so until this case is finally uh, comes to trial and is put to bed. Okay. Uh, you know, the racial tension is going to be heightened. Um, I, 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 now, I now remember the other part of that question. Uh, you know, was it be David Kirsch-ish? Yeah. And, and possibly at the end of the trial, if there is a conviction of Donald Trump, um, I think we could expect uh, for his supporters to to um, act similarly as they acted on January the 6th uh, on the federal capital ground. I, yeah, and I guess the question would be, is he going to go out without a fight? No, I mean, he's going to, you know, his DNA says he will fight um, to the finish. To his death? Yeah. Wow. Wow. The other thing, and, and, and I'll, you know, and, and I do want you to just kind of uh, close it out for us and, and give us some more insight, maybe your prediction of, of where you think this is going to go. But I do want to mention... Um, one of the things, and a, a few folks may not know that uh, Roy Cohn was Trump's mentor. He was the family attorney, am I correct, in New York? Right. He taught him a lot of the tactics he's using now. One of the tactics uh, was using the National Enquirer and digging up dirt on people. He's already started using some of that or attempting to do that with Fonnie uh, Willis in Atlanta saying that she was connected to uh, a former gang leader or, you know, a, a drug dealer. Um, how messy do you think his usage, because I think he's using it with against the Republicans. You know, I think he's using those tactics to dig up dirt on his, on his party members to keep their loyalty. How dirty do you think he's going to get from that standpoint, digging up dirt on on uh, and, and and are they going to let him get away with? It? Can they continue? Because I think that step to that that that's above the pale. Well, you, you know, in in uh, Fonnie Willis and uh, Judge uh, Chunk in, in uh, Washington D.C., mm-hmm. Donald John Trump has met his match. I mean, you you just do not mess around with black women because they're very uh, tenacious. You know. Um, Donald John Trump may have had uh, Roy Coyne um, to teach him some things, but you know, Bonnie Willis um, worked under Wayne Kendall, um, one of the most persnickety white lawyers uh, in the state of Georgia. Yeah, no Wayne. No she learned some good things and she learned some bad things. So he is in for a dogfight. Uh, Trump is in for a dogfight. He don't know that he just tore into. Um, somebody who will not back down from him 
and will fight him toe-to-toe. Uh, -to -toe. She'll go on the mat and she will fight toe-to-toe until uh, she claimed the victory that she's seeking. Good. So I, I, I think yeah. it's going to take care of itself. He just don't know the trouble he's in in Georgia and the trouble he's in in D.C. messing around with these black women. So they right. don't mess around. Yeah. I've been married 45 years and I'm telling you, two black women <laughs> and they don't mess around. Hell hath no fury three times. Three times. <laughs> Maybe five. You just have to be careful. <laughs> All right, man. Harold Michael Harvey, close us out, man. Give us, give us some either some hope or some concern as as we move forward. Well, I mean, you, you know, this is a, as I said, it was we're in some rarefied historical air. Mm -hmm. It's never happened. So, in that sense, it's a sad day in America today. But you know, the the wheels of justice are turning, and I think at the end of this process, both here in Georgia and also in the District of Columbia, and um, also down in uh, in Florida, uh, that justice is going to prevail and um, our democracy is going to be saved. And then to me, the lesson that we shall learn from all of this mm. is that people should find uh, persons of good character and integrity to vote for. It's one thing to say that, you know, I like his policy, but I don't necessarily like um, the type of person he is or things he, he does. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a reason why in the past, you know, we put honesty and um, and integrity uh, above slime balls. And, yeah. and that is because, you know, you you can count on uh, a person of integrity and honesty to to make decisions that's in the be best interest of the common good. Uh, you know, so we've we've gotten away from that. And I, and I hope that at the end of this process that the American public would get away from this partisan politics and begin to vote for people with uh, integrity uh, and, and, and honesty. And because if you do that, you'll always find a fine man or woman uh, in an office who will make decisions that's in the best interest of, of the country, of the state, of wherever we are. Excellent. So, good know, stuff. Keep, keep the faith because um, it's, been, it's been a long, justice is a long process as I began with. But I think in the end, uh, justice will prevail. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you again, Harold Michael Harvey. Uh, go to haroldmichaelharvey.com. Find all things Harold Michael Harvey. And uh, definitely count on us. Uh, can, I, can I count on you to come back for any, any major updates and, and do a little bonus every, every, uh, every so often? And it seems like every so often is going to be happening quite a bit with what yeah, I'm hearing so far. Whenever there's some breaking news on this issue, I'd be glad to come back and talk to uh, your public. Hey, there you go. You heard it. You committed. <laughs> thank you so much. HMH, Harold Michael Harvey, thank you so much, sir. Go to castropolis.net. Love your feedback. Uh, hit us on the people poll. Uh, you see the big orange button. Hit that. You can leave it on your on your smartphone. You can do it on your computer, whatever, wherever you have a microphone. And with that, special bonus episode uh, for episode 188 is in the can. Thank you again, Harold Michael Harvey, to all y'all who are checking us out. Don't forget, we've got a full episode, uh, 188, still on demand. Check it out. But peace and power to the people. Y'all have a, have a great day. Have a great week. You've been listening to The G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.